0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, star linebacker Fred Warner will experience Friday night football like never before. NFL Draft Watch is on. Where is his perfect fit? Former Cougar and current Baltimore Raven Bronson Kafusi
1: joins the show today. What does he remember from his draft night experience? What does he expect from the
0: BYU defense this season? Plus, an old rival makes the new BYU basketball schedule and the number one overall draft pick everyone should take in their all-time BYU football draft. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation,
2: brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your host...
0: Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. Parties here on the west side, BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. April 27th, hope you are enjoying this Friday. Wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who had bananas thrown at him last night, Jason Shepard.
1: You know, that sounds funny and kind of made up, but it was true. It actually happened. Technically, though, I think the bananas were being thrown at Jordan Wood. We were doing the baseball game last night. You see what you want to see, Jason. They, well, yeah, I'm, I'm choosing to believe during our post-game interview, Jordan Wood was the starting pitcher. It was fantastic. It's we were interviewing after. And out of the corner of my eye, I start seeing, like, these yellow things being thrown our direction. And I look over, and it's Brennan Anderson throwing full bananas at Jordan Wood
0: <laughs> during the <laughs> interview. I'm like, what, bananas? Why? I don't know. This doesn't make
2: any sense to me at all.
0: But that's what it is about baseball. Like, baseball as a sport gets away with more antics than any other sport. Even at the professional level. You can fight. You can leave the dugout. (laughs) You can throw bananas at people.
1: Look, that's just the beauty of it. Last year was Maverick Buffo throwing, like, sunflower seeds at people while they were doing interviews. Apparently, everyone has graduated, pun intended, to
0: bananas. I heard from Maverick Buffo on uh, Twitter last night. I saw that. He's doing well. Single-A ball. L- the Lansing Lugnuts, I believe. That's right. And I wonder what he would throw at Jordan Wood. <laughs> Just give me something hard that will hurt, okay? <laughs> Let me throw it at him. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's
2: What's Trending on BYU
0: Sports Nation. Day two of the NFL draft goes down in Dallas tonight. Starring for BYU, linebacker Fred Warner. He's now a graduate and on the board, ready for something he has waited basically his entire life for. To hear his name called by an NFL team saying, We pick you. Warner has steadily climbed the overkill of mocked draft boards and consensus of those boards project he'll go somewhere from late second round to early fourth round, essentially between picks 60 and 110. He needs to crack the top 100 if it is to happen tonight because there are exactly 100 picks in the first three rounds. Jason, is tonight the night that Fred Warner gets drafted? I believe
1: it will be. And we've obviously been following Fred very closely in the draft process because he was by far BYU's most draftable player. And his stock has risen steadily really since the NFL Combine. Then you combine that with some of the positional work that he did uh, at BYU's Pro Day. All of the uh, one-on-one interviews and personal workouts that he went through and there have been quite a few He's listed as one of the best available at his position by most of those that uh, that rank all of, of the players in this draft. There, are, The other thing is, there are plenty of teams looking for linebacker help. So, yeah, I believe he will hear his name called tonight.
0: ESPN lists Fred Warner as the second best available inside linebacker right now. Is that good enough to go somewhere in the next 70, correction, 68 picks? I think it is. I I think tonight is the night for Fred Warner. I thought the Dallas Cowboys might take him. There was some notable interest in team workouts and articles. They went with Leighton Vander from Boise State, who is the top-rated inside linebacker. He was still available. The Cowboys opted to take him with their first-round draft pick. So, likely not the Cowboys, but still there are about eight teams that have significant interest in Fred Warner, notably – the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. We wait and watch. This is a fantastic time. Super exciting. Best week ever for Fred Warner. He graduated from college and he's going to get drafted. Every year around
1: draft time, this is a position that I will and I'm going to I'm going to venture a guess Both you and I will never experience in our lives being able to say we were drafted into a professional league. I put my again, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I always put myself in this position. What would it be like to hear your name called and know that your life completely (laughs) changes from that moment on? It's unbelievable. This is such an awesome time. Yeah. Yeah, That's why this is like broadcast on primetime on three different networks. People care about this stuff. All right, we've had a lot of discussion about what's more important when you get drafted. Is it, is it when you get drafted or where you are drafted to? It's all about fit, and, and, Jason. And quite honestly, longevity in the NFL isn't just about your skill set. It's about which team can utilize your skill set to bring the most out in you. So it really is like you mentioned, all about the fit. So yes. Spencer, with that in mind, where is the perfect
0: fit for Fred Warner in the NFL? I think the Philadelphia Eagles might just be the right team for Fred Warner. They run the type of defense that fits his skill set. They want him as an inside linebacker, but he's also a guy that you can put out on the edge to cover. He's multifaceted, and the style of defense that Philadelphia plays is right up Fred Warner's alley. He's not the biggest dude, but they don't need him to be the biggest inside linebacker. They're not trying to overpower teams. And with the pass happy NFL, it's about covering people now. Can Fred Warner line up and cover a running back or a tight end or a slot receiver? Yes, he can do that. In fact, one, I think ESPN called him potentially a big safety. Like, you're telling me that you don't want that guy on your defense? In the past, happy NFL, I think the Eagles are the team. I will go with the same region
1: of the country, I guess a little bit, uh, but a different conference. I'm going to go with the AFC East and the Buffalo Bills. Oh, okay. I think the Buffalo Bills are a very good fit for Fred Warner. Number one, they desperately need linebacker help. It is a big-time need for that team. They also might use him, because I I know right now everybody's looking at him as an inside linebacker. They may actually use him more on the outside, which is more of his natural position. They could also utilize him in the defensive scheme that they run. They could utilize him in that hybrid role that you talked about and that we saw with BYU last year, where you could drop back in coverage, essentially a linebacker safety. I, I think the Buffalo Bills may be a really good fit for Fred Warner, and... They have the pick. In fact, it's in the it's in the low nineties. I want to say it's like pick number ninety. Let's see here, pick number ninety-six overall. It's like the thirty-second pick in round number three. That that's I think
0: the Buffalo Bills could be a really good fit. Okay, just for fun, where are the Bills and Eagles picking in the second and third rounds? We'll tell you about that coming up. You mentioned the Bills' third round. Pick. Yes, we'll get into some of the other specific numbers a little bit later in the show. The Cleveland Browns had the number one overall pick in the 2018 NFL draft this year. All right, Cleveland. And Have the we Browns? seen this before? The Browns going to Brown. They do what Cleveland usually does. They take a controversial athlete, usually a quarterback, and hold on for dear life. Baker Mayfield, come on down. That got us thinking. If you could make this strictly about BYU football and go all-time – now, this is a fantasy draft that I want to be part of. In fact, it is our question of the day. Who is your BYU football all time number one draft pick?
1: This one was actually pretty easy for me. And now everyone's going to have their own criteria. For me, I- I'm going based solely off of their college career. I'm not what they did in the pros, I'm not factoring that in at all. I'm going all based off of what they did right here in Provo, and for me, it is Jim McMahon. It has to be Jim McMahon. He's a two-time All-American. We all know is the Davy O'Brien Award winner in '81. He was a Sammy Baugh Trophy winner in '81. His career totals 95 over 9,500 passing yards, 84 touchdowns, and that does not include bowl games. He left college with 70 NCAA records. He is a College Football Hall of Famer. He was inducted in '99. There is no question in my mind that that would be my
0: number one draft pick, one James McMahon. You can't really go wrong with Jimmy Mack, but I don't know that he's the clear-cut choice, even if you use your parameters. And there are no specific yeah, there's parameters no parameters. that's, that's just what I used. You said, okay, for my draft, I'm going to go college only. Whatever, Okay. You can't go. Well, wrong. that's when you draft. They're drafting from college. I know. I, you're channeling your inner inner Jerum Jordan. You're going technical <laughs> now. Okay. Going Mel Kuyper here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm in your parameters, I'm still taking the same guy, whether we include his pro career or just his college career, and it's because of the athletic ability he displayed that the USFL thought was worth forty, 40 million, million dollars. Forty million dollars. The number one overall pick. The answer is Steve Young. He was the number one selection in a professional football league. Shout out to President Trump for making the USFL go away. Steve Young is not only one of the greatest BYU football players of all time, he's in the Hall of Fame at multiple levels. He's the number one pick. And I know a lot of you are thinking, Well, yeah, everybody's going to pick Steve Young. That's because it's obvious. You should pick Steve Young. It's not obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I love me
1: some Steve Young, but I'm going to take Jimmy Mack. He's Captain Efficiency. (laughs) Steve Young, man, one of the greatest passers of all time. Oh, there's no question about that. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Over the past few days... There have been a lot of reports that BYU basketball has non-conference games scheduled with Houston in Provo, Mississippi State in Starkville, and now, according to John Rothstein. BYU basketball insider. Yeah, who just is tied into the program, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) He says the Cougars will play UNLV in Vegas as part of a doubleheader with LSU and St. Mary's. I believe that is a game outside of the state of California. Last time I checked. okay. Not by much, but settle down, Gales. (laughs) But I'm just saying. So, so Spencer, what do you like about what BYU is reportedly doing with their non-conference basketball
0: schedule? I like the aggressive nature of the schedule and the timeliness of it. BYU jumped on that necessary ship to get back in the hunt for being discussed as an at-large NCAA tournament team. That's where Dave Rose has made his living. Every time BYU has gone to the NCAA tournament with Dave Rose as the head coach, it has been as an at-large. They've never won the tournament. We've talked about it ad nauseum. So why not go back to the forte? Look, if we can't win the conference tournament, and it's not going to get any easier with Gonzaga still in the West Coast Conference, you got to get an at-large resume ready to go, right? So I like that they are doing something about it now. They're not sitting back and being like, okay, well, let's see what the other teams are going to They were proactive at the coaches' conference over the uh, Final Four weekend. They're taking things into their own hands. It's happening now. So I really like the promptness of it all. I'm excited to see which multi-team event they're going to play in and how many quad one and quad two games that will factor into now. Because right now, the non-conference schedule, and we only know about half of it, is already better than the entire thing last season. Yeah, you and I are on the same page in terms of
1: liking the fact that they're not wasting any time, that they jumped right in. And, again, none of this is official. Uh, These are just reports that are out there. But I I like the fact that they're just not sitting around, like you said, and waiting for something to happen or to survey the landscape and see how a couple of things play out. They're going out and aggressively pursuing teams. They've got, uh, so far, at least reportedly, A home game against Houston, which, as we know, and and the coach have talked about how difficult it is to get teams to to come to Provo. So you're able to get a a home game, you're able to get a road game, and a neutral game. And anytime BYU can play in Vegas, that is a win-win because we know that will be heavily attended by BYU fans. I I really like what they're doing. There's no question.
0: It's not often that BYU baseball plays well enough that bananas are thrown in the direction of Jordan Wood and Jason Shepard. Yes. They put together maybe... Their most complete game of the season last night, a 9-1 drubbing of San Diego with a stellar pitching performance courtesy of Jordan Wood. Eight innings, struck out six, only gave up one earned run, three hits. He was phenomenal. Great defense behind him and consistent good at-bats. The Cougars went double-digit hits, of course the nine runs, and they pick up a much-needed win in the West Coast Conference. They were picked to win the WCC preseason. Currently, their sixth is last night's game. Jason, the start of something big for BYU baseball. It, it
1: certainly could be, and what we saw last night reminded me of what we saw last year. In fact, after the game, Coach Littlewood said that that was Cougar baseball. That that's the Cougar baseball that I know, and I know that one of the things that he has talked about for this year has been the lack of consistency. So. What they do tonight I think will go a long way in answering that question. But that's the team that we know is there and they're capable of. And if they, if that team can continue to play, they're going to be able to,
0: to accomplish the goals that are still ahead of them. There's no question. How do you sustain the level of play that is maybe your best game of the season? I, I think it's unfair to expect that. But you don't even need that every don't game. Need- That great of a performance, you just need to be consistently better. Yep. And that's where BYU has struggled. Our question of the day, along with the draft party happening across the NFL, who is your BYU football all-time number one draft pick? First response in from Bernie Spears on Facebook, and we invite you, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, to sound off. We welcome all. Bernie says Steve Young. He's already an all-time great by most standards, but – can you imagine his legacy if he'd been at the helm of a good NFL team from the beginning and didn't spend so many years riding the bench behind another legend, hashtag BYUSN? Yeah, the Bucks, and then sitting behind Montana. Well, and the whole USFL experiment, yeah. just it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Like, let him go and, yeah, I don't know. But I, I'm of the opinion that he benefited by being with Joe Montana. Oh, there's no question. Raised his competitive level, and he got to learn from one of the greats. Well, he said that. I mean, you can't – if you don't take advantage
1: of sitting behind a guy like Joe Montana, then then that's on you, and he didn't do that. He did what he needed to do, and when it was his turn, he was ready to go. Coming up, why should BYU running backs coach A.J. Stewart – be considered as a potential hire for Dave Rose? What? <laughs> That's a good tease.
0: Plus, former third-round NFL draft pick Bronson Kafusi tells us what it's like on draft night, and the emotions Fred Warner is likely feeling as he waits for his name to be called. This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Softball begins a three game series against St. Mary's tonight with the
1: doubleheader at Gail Miller Field. You can catch both broadcasts live on BYU TV with Spencer Linton and Gary Shady beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time.
0: Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Our conversation rolling on social media. It's simple follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook as well. Hashtag BYUSN whenever. You would like to converse with us. Our question of the day Who is your BYU football all time number one draft pick? At Laser Sheep, chiming in on Twitter. He says, In my era, Max Hall. I'm too young for the McMahon and Detmer era, so I had a lot of confidence in Hall. Gamer, fiery, and hates that one program. Oh, he hates him. Still, to this day, hates him. I love that that's a factor in deciding this. <laughs> their level of disdain for their rival. Good grief. <laughs> Our question of the day is a great way to welcome in Bronson Kafusi, who joins us from Baltimore on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline, member of the Baltimore Ravens and former third-round draft pick into the NFL. All right, Bronson. You're the general manager today, and you can draft <laughs> anybody out of BYU football and the long history as your number one overall pick. Who are you going to take, man?
3: <sighs> myself, no. Uh. <laughs> Smart man. That's a good, uh, that's a good answer. Not my, besides myself, uh, I'm going to take my good friend Ziggy Anza. Okay. Nice.
0: Yes, the elders of defense, Bronson Kafusi <laughs> and Ziggy Anza. I like it, man. Hey, uh obviously this is a big Friday night for a guy like Fred Warner. And you experienced this night not too long ago. What Mm-mm. are the what are the emotions like do you think for a player like Fred Warner as he awaits something that he's been hoping for his entire life and that is to have an NFL team call him up and say, "Hey, we're we're drafting you. We pick you."
3: Oh man, I feel like your emotions are just all over the place. You've got excitement, you're a little anxious, you're, uh, but really when it comes down to it, you're just excited for whatever opportunity comes your way, and you just, you just can't wait to go make the most of it. And so I'm, I'm sure Fred's feeling that way, and I'm really excited for him. Can't wait to uh, see where he goes.
0: What was your
1: draft night experience like? I mean, tonight it's rounds two and three. You were taken in round three on a Friday. What do you remember from that day?
3: well for me i' it was really low key for me i ch- i didn't really have a party or anything. I just wanted to be uh with with my family uh, and so I just kinda was at my at my house with my you know my siblings sitting there and um I just remember the call coming in and uh man just full of emotion couldn't really you know really hold hold anything in you know just feeling so grateful and uh after that after the phone call uh, all my then all my friends and family came over, and we had a little get together and it was it was fun to celebrate that, but it's really the beginning, and so that's kind of how i how I viewed it
0: from the moment that you were drafted, walk us through the timeline of what happened over the next twenty four to forty eight hours
3: so i got a so they they flew me out uh came out to Baltimore uh they took me on a tour of the facility met with uh, some coaches and People from the front office, and then uh, uh, had a little um, media day. uh, Had some media day interviews, and then uh, came back to Utah, grabbed grabbed my stuff, and then went back out for rookie minicamp for the next for the for the following time, and then was there all the way through till the end of uh, OTAs and minicamp.
0: How vivid are the details of those days? Is is it a blur, or do you remember things well?
3: I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit of a blur. I don't remember a ton of things. I just I just remember the feeling. You know, it's just something that you have put so much time and effort into, and uh, it's really really a dream and a dream come true. And so it's just really this I just remember loving every second of it. And still and still I'm still loving it. So I'm just I'm I so grateful and blessed to be uh, living out a dream that I that I love and uh, continuing to you know get better and better.
1: I do want to ask you a question now. As a player, I want you to put on maybe your your scouting hat a little bit. Now, in terms of pro potential, what would be the scouting report on your brother Corbin?
0: Oh boy,
3: <laughs> man! You know what, Corbin—he, man—he has some things that a lot of people don't have. You know, he—he he, one thing I think that really stands out is well, first he's his, his efforts huge. Right, he, he plays hard, and every down you're going to get full effort out of him, you know, he makes a lot of plays where he's running downfield, and it's crazy, because when you watch him, he's so long, you know, he's about 6'10", and he has like an 86-inch wingspan, and so, which is, you know, that's pretty long, considering like, a guy like Jadavian McClown, he has an 83-inch wingspan, I'm pretty sure, so, wow. I mean, he's just, Corbin's so long, hard for people to grab him when he plays out there on the edge, and. Um but he does you know he he's really slippery for being that long and uh you know that that big so I mean this year he'll Hills'll he'll have a big year this year and you know be able to get to the quarterback. I know will definitely help him
0: Bronson Kafusi defensive lineman for the Baltimore Ravens is joining us from Baltimore on day two of the n f l draft we're previewing what's going to happen to Fred Warner and uh reminiscing a bit about bronson's uh experience on draft day okay, what about the scouting report? at this point for your youngest brother Devin, because he's kind of an unknown for a lot of BYU fans, what kind of a player is he?
3: Man, that, Devin is he he is a football player, man. He you know, Corbin and I, we, we love uh we've we've grown up playing basketball during basketball season, football and he Devin did too, but he you can tell he's just an all football guy. He's he's gonna be man, he's gonna be good. He's really gonna be good. I'm excited for him because He's kind of got a little, a little, a little mixture of, uh, you know, me, Corbin. I don't know. He's just, he's gonna be exciting to watch. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Devin uh, really develop. I mean, he just got home from a mission a few months ago. And he's had time to train, but he's just gonna. Every year is just gonna be. There's gonna be a huge jump for Devin.
1: Speaking of training, and I know you're in Baltimore now, but we actually saw you a couple weeks ago around the BYU facilities, working out with some of the other former Cougars who are in the NFL. We saw you with uh, Robertson, Daniel, DeAndre Wesley. What's that dynamic like? Getting back together with the guys in Provo and working out?
3: Oh man, it's a great it's a great dynamic. Being able to be there with guys that you play with, and uh, everyone's working towards being great. And so every day, it's. You're going to go there. You're going to work hard. You're going to uh, put everything into it, and you're with, you're surrounding yourself with guys who are on the same journey. So everyone throughout that time of training just continues to rise. So uh, you know, I, I love I love being able to come back and train, see the guys. You know, go watch some film with my brothers, and and train. You know, other players too. So it's it's fun. It's a, it's and it's a blessing. So I'm grateful they let me go back and uh, and train there.
0: Bronson, uh, we understand you're healthy now, feeling good, and it's, I'm sure in your mind, time to show the Ravens and the NFL everything that you have in your arsenal. How do you see your role in Baltimore playing out for the approaching 2018 NFL season?
3: You know what, for me, I feel like they're going to use me in a lot of different ways. I i can rush on the inside, I can play the edge, um, and I'm excited because I'm healthy, and I, I really get to show, yeah, exactly what you said, what I'm all about, and um, I can't wait to surprise a lot of people, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. To that,
1: where do you think you've improved the most since coming into the league? And obviously, as you mentioned, fighting through those injuries.
3: You know, being able to do a lot of the fundamental things, uh, great all the time. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Um, and also, just understanding the game at this level. It's, it's been great being able to learn from you know great players like you know Terrell Suggs and uh, great coaches. So looking forward to just put it all together for this upcoming year.
0: What's the best part of playing in Baltimore for your head coach, John Harbaugh?
3: Oh, man, I love how he, I love how he pushes us. And, and, uh, you know, similar to, to uh, my head coach, when I was at BYU, Bronco Mendenhall, you know, he's going to, he's going to make sure he, he gets everything out of you. And and I love that mentality. His mentality is, you know, always moving forward, um, you know, not creating any drag, so I, I love, I love that. I love how the um, system set up over here.
0: Is there a little BYU pipeline going there? I mean, between Dennis Pitta and Robertson, Daniel, and now you. I mean, does does Coach Harbaugh know what BYU is about?
3: <laughs> I think, I think he does. I mean, he keeps bringing some guys over here, so um, it's, it's it's a good thing. You know, the more guys we get, uh, the better from BYU
1: what is the feeling for people that that maybe when they meet you for the first time or didn't know a lot about you with with getting some BYU guys there what is the feeling uh, about BYU when they find out that's where you're from
3: uh, i thought i've like a lot of guys when they hear that i'm from BYU and they just know that we're just a tough man we're just a tough team and you know from college uh you know everyone that plays us they you know they're like man you guys man you guys You know, we just shock people, surprise people. You know, people don't realize, you know, how how tough we are, and so it's great to be a part of something like that.
0: Now, are the watch parties for BYU football games at your house or at uh, Rob Daniel's house? Or I know Dennis is still broadcasting. Maybe, maybe Dennis is going to host. I don't know who hosts the watch
3: party. (laughs) Man, I. I think you know. I really, I think everyone watches it by themselves, and then the next day we all come together and talk about it. So, <laughs> so I mean, East Coast time is hard. It's hard, you know, especially for me. You know, I've my—you know—now I have two brothers on the team, cousins. Uh, I, you know, I got—I always I watch every single one of them. So it's fun to watch them and go talk about it. And um, looking forward to you know this upcoming year for the team,
0: Bronson. For your sake and sanity. I hope BYU beats Utah so that you can remind Eric Weddle that it's still a rivalry.
3: <laughs> I know. We're gonna, we will. This is the year. You should, you should tell him ready. he
1: needs to shave his beard if that happens.
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make a deal Don't have him dye it blue.
1: Oh, here, yes. Oh, here it is. Yes, Bronson. There it yes. is. I like that even better.
0: Yes, my friend. Hey, it's great to talk to you, man. Uh, congratulations on uh, your good record of health, and we wish you the best moving forward, man.
3: Hey, thanks. Appreciate the call.
0: Bronson Kafusi on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Look,
1: there are, there are certain guys that you just want to have success. He's one of those guys. He's such a good guy. Not to mention how great of a football player he is. But in terms of like a human being and just a cool guy,
0: that's Bronson Kafusi. Yes, the most unique laugh in the history of <laughs> yeah. BYU football. That's the entire Kafusi right. family. I want to hear Devin's laugh. Okay. I I don't know what Devin's laugh is like, but Bronson and Corbin have the same laugh. And you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I it's so great. Wow. I want to hear Devin's laugh now. I
1: love the Kafousis. I think we've uh I think we've found a new drop. I that's <laughs> what we've just found. Coming up, what's the chance be what's the chance that's a drop 100%? What's the chance BYU football gets multiple players drafted this weekend? We'll give you our opinion.
0: And up next, the guy Maybe with the best crossover step-back jumper combo on campus. And he's not a football Wait, wait. And he's a football coach? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU
1: Baseball faces San Diego tonight in Game 2 of its three-game series. You can listen live on BYU Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern time.
0: For whatever reason, the San Diego Superchargers song is playing in my head. San Diego Superchargers. Superchargers. Now, here's the thing. You can't do that with L.A. now. They'll always be the San Diego Chargers to me. Los
1: okay. Angeles. No, no. No, no. you can't, can't do no, it. It's,
0: it's horrible. You can't do it. That
1: is, that is the best team song of all the NFL songs. That may be the Miami Dolphins.
0: Thunderbolts and lightning. Oh, so good. It's so, so late good. 70s, early 80s. It's awesome. I want Jack Black to sing that song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the perfect person to cover that song in our Being day and awesome, age <laughs> welcome back on a Friday Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU TV and BYU radio simulcast uh, is always on demand anytime, anywhere and now we present because we love you some of today's top BYUSN stories it's your BYU Sports Nation headlines ESPN has former Cougar Fred Warner listed as the second best available inside linebacker in the NFL draft right now. The draft continues tonight, 7 Eastern, with rounds 2 and 3. That's 100 picks. After that, rounds 4 through 7 begin on Saturday morning. According to CBS Sports
1: College Basketball Insider John Rothstein, BYU will play UNLV in Las Vegas on December 15th as part of a doubleheader that also includes LSU and St. Mary's.
0: Now that is technically a neutral site game because it's at T-Mobile Arena. Yes. Not in the Thomas and Mack Center, which I like if BYU is going to play UNLV in Vegas. And I've had a couple of people come at me on Twitter because I listed that game as neutral as well as the game against Utah as neutral saying, well, it's not really neutral. No, it is neutral according to the NCAA it's Tournament Selection technically Committee. it is neutral. Yes. It's not on either's home floor. It is neutral. I know the game against Utah's in Salt Lake, and I know the game against UNLV is in Las Vegas, but they are not on their home courts in their arenas. So it is technically Neutral.
1: Maybe the fact that it's not at the Thomas and Mac will decrease the number of Rebels
0: that we'll hear. Or the fact that UNLV just didn't have any fans good. last year because they weren't really good. <laughs> they're just not good. Oh, there's that too. BYU baseball routes San Diego 9-1 to in the first of three games against the Toreros. Keaton Kringlin had a Keeter pop. His first home run of the season. Two-run shot to give the Cougars the lead for good. BYU host San Diego again tonight. Game 2, 8 Eastern. Listen on BYU Radio. Tomorrow's series finale is live on both BYU TV and BYU Radio at 3 Eastern. Dave McCann, Gary Scheide, and Jason Shepard we will go be on the call. And on the other side of the complex, today,
1: softball has a doubleheader against St. Mary's. It will begin at 7 p.m. Second game, roughly around 9 p.m. Eastern time. Both games live on BYU TV. With Spencer and Gary. Hey, I'm praying for not...
0: Not an hour sixth inning? A substitution infraction delay on top of a sun delay. Hey,
1: let's get the rule book out. Let's just, uh, <laughs> let's just read this rule book for What's a while. the
0: rule here again? <laughs> let's bring the coaches in for an 18th time. Uh, we're still looking for the rule, so... Hey, does anyone know? <laughs> you, sir, do you know? <laughs> uh, you could feel the frustration and anger brewing from both coaches. It was amazing. <laughs> We need to discuss a couple of social media headlines courtesy of BYU Football. First of all, and this will probably come as a surprise to many of you, last night via Instagram, Bo Tanner, the wide receiver recently converted to defensive back, sent out the following post, and I quote, Thankful for the teammates I've had over the two seasons I played at BYU. Played as in past tense, we think. He says, truly, brothers, the peace sign goes up, followed by Provo. So, peace, Provo. Now, it would seem that a transfer is probably in store for Bo Tanner.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly somewhat vague. As you mentioned, it leads you to believe that he's looking to go elsewhere. And, and certainly, if that's what ultimately happens, you know, we wish Bo Tanner nothing but the best. I would only ask him this question. Has he considered what this is doing to the BYU Sports Nation game show, Bo Tanner or Bo Tanner?
0: One of the greatest moments in <laughs> BYU Sports Nation <laughs> because history. Because we can't just say, hey, we're playing the game show, Bo Tanner. Or Bo Tanner. Like, we can't, it can't just
1: stop. We need the Bo Tanner. You need, you need the or Bo Tanner. We need the or Bo Tanner to really pull that whole thing together.
0: Yeah, all joking aside, we do wish him the best yeah, if absolutely. he has decided to finish. At BYU, there has been nothing official from the BYU football offices, and uh, we'll wait and see what happens there. Uh, but a notable thing that we should bring up because of the post on Instagram now, number two, <laughs> <laughs> happens to be from one of the BYU football coaches showing off, showing off his basketball skills, AJ Stewart with the more to life foundation which is Kalani satake's foundation has a step back jumper oh that is silky smooth a yeah! thing of beauty that is silky smooth the kids reactions are fantastic but it's like uh nicely done for uh, doing that against an 11 year old aj hey, no, no,
1: no 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 we are not <laughs> going to
0: we are not going to take that shot down a peg
1: at all that was a really nice little crossover step back Pull up Jay. He can ball. He's, he's got look some at game. The, look at that. Here's the other thing. I do not feel bad at all. Now, I have not played basketball. You know how you, the adjustable rims and you can lower it down to like seven or eight feet? I had no problem as an adult getting on like a seven or eight foot rim and dunking on children. All right? No problem with it whatsoever. That is the only time I'm ever going to be able to do that. So I've got to take advantage of it when I can.
0: Tells me everything I need to know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Dunking on children is awesome. You're the kid that's like, "Hey, hey, come on, try and shoot it, try and shoot it, man." Yeah, And then SWAT him, twenty
1: feet out, <laughs> getting his face. You want some more of that? I don't. I have I have zero problem. That was an impressive step back, Jay, by my St. Louis Cardinals
0: fan brother. A.J. Stewart. (laughs) That's why you're defending him.
1: Why? Because he's a Cardinals fan? It all
0: comes down to the fact that he's a Cardinals fan. Oh,
1: that's a great move.
0: (laughs) Oh, A.J., I'll say this about A.J. Get excited about the running backs and the direction that he's taken that position group. They're
1: having a great time, by the way. He's a
0: gamer. Not only AJ,
1: but, I mean, everybody that's with BYU football that's out in Harlem right now, and all the Instagram posts and Twitter posts, they're having a great time. That looks like a lot of fun out there.
0: The images and pictures are uh, memorable. Yeah, very, very cool. Coming up, a Cougar makes the Final Four. More on that in the whip. And more answers to our question of the day. Who is your BYU football all-time number one draft pick? And don't forget, what's the chance? Hey, what's the chance BYU basketball is going to have five or more quad one non conference games? What does the whole quad one thing mean again? Don't worry, we'll explain.
1: Hold my quad one.
0: BYU Sports Nation is
2: presented by The BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Don't miss the BYU Fan Fest coming up next Saturday, May 5th in Mesa, Arizona from 11 to 1 local time. That's 2 to 4 Eastern. Our BYU Sports Nation crew will be there broadcasting live with BYU players and coaches. Really looking forward to heading down to the Valley of the Sun.
0: Live from Studio B on a Friday, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jason Shepard. Our daily SN rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Our question of the day, who is your BYU football all-time Number one draft pick. Jason went with Jim McMahon. I chose Steve Young. At Lauren J.S. on Instagram says, I think one of the best stories to come out of BYU has to be Ziggy's. Bronson Cafusi went with Ziggy Onsa. To come to BYU and know little to nothing about football and become a star in college, and now he's the highest paid player in his position and considered a franchise player, not sure there is much better than that. Yeah,
1: I don't know if you knew this. Didn't know how to put on his football pads when he oh, got here. Oh, goodness. You heard that? You story? really
0: are channeling your inner Jeremy Jordan on multiple <laughs> levels today. Goodness, I I am waiting seriously for the movie to be made. That is a Disney movie waiting to happen. It it like the Blind Side was great, right? And Sandra Bullock was amazing. Ziggy's story, in terms of like ascension and success, blows it out of the have water. If we ever cast that movie, yes. Jeremy and I and Ben was involved in this on our drive uh down to Las Vegas for the West Coast Conference basketball tournament. Did most of the casting. We haven't finished it yet. We need to finish it. Oh, yet. I'm in, I'm intrigued as to how that played out. I'm going to have him send me the list so that we you and I can think about it some more. It's it's uh it's pretty good, man. It's, I'm right. It's
1: pretty good. I'm, I'm excited about that one. <laughs> I want to know who's playing Bronco. <laughs> I,
0: I, I already have him in mind. Well, you at got... least give us a taste with that. Who's playing Bronco? <laughs> it's Neil McDonough. Look him up on IMDb. Neil McDonough. And tell me it's not Bronco Mendenhall. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> While you're doing that, let's play. What's the chance?
2: BYU Sports Nation asks. What's the
0: chance presented by BYU food to go. You nailed it. The MVP of your next event. You nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Well done. Well done, sir. Neil McDonough has Bronco. All. <laughs> well done. Ben,
2: let's play. What's the chance? Number one. What's the chance? Fred Warner gets drafted, not just today, but in the second round today. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I- I'm going to say I'm going to say 45 percent. Whoa, that, that
0: high?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I th- I think it's happening today. But, yeah, that includes the third round. And since I went with the Buffalo Bills, they don't have a second-round pick. So if I think they're the best fit, they pick in the third round. So, yeah, I I would say maybe 45% Okay, that it's so that's,
0: that it's round two. Man, I think round two is a- really ambitious. It's the outlier. And I know we've seen projections from a couple of sources that it's late second round. The majority are in mid to late third round, and some going early fourth round. So I I don't know. I'm going to go with Fred's jersey number, 4%. I think think it's pretty low that he goes in the second round. But there's nothing to hang your head about if you don't go late second round and you go in the third round. Like, if you get drafted on day two, bang. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's awesome. I just think it's a super low percentage that it, it happens in the second round. Obviously, we hope that I'm wrong. Hey, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I just see Fred going in the third round. Number two. What's the chance BYU has multiple draft picks this
2: weekend in the NFL draft?
1: Yeah, this one this one is a tough one for me. It, we we hear so much or we heard so much about, you know, Jonah Treneman and the Chicago Bears really liking him, and ultimately I think that's where he's probably gonna end up. Whether or not that happens as a as a draftable player or a free agent signing, I I am I'm, I'm gonna say maybe three.
0: Maybe thirty percent that there's multiple players taken. Yeah, they're I, all going to sign free agent deals for sure. And and I think that maybe thirty percent even that is a little bit high. I, I think there are two guys more so than any others that have the best chance to get drafted outside of Fred Warner, and that is T. John Caroma and Tomasi Laulile. Yeah, because he he really surprised some people, and he's a really big, freakishly athletic dude that is not afraid of contact. So. Maybe seventh rounders. There were a couple of centers drafted in the first round, which is good for T-John because typically you don't see that. Yeah, it gets them off the board. Uh, so, I don't know, 10% chance. I I just I think that BYU is going to have Fred Warner and then some other guys make 53-man rosters but as undrafted free agents. I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, The bigger deal is making the team. Yes, that's the, that's the end goal. Number three.
2: What's the chance BYU Baseball sweeps the series this weekend against San Diego? I'm going to say 80%.
1: That was a really impressive game last night. And talking, oh, you don't even need
0: the blue goggles. This is legit. No, no, I'm putting on the blue goggles, Jason. You're going higher than 80? I'm going to put on the blue goggles.
1: Oh, okay. I'm I'm curious to see where you're
0: going with this. Calling my shot.
2: Blue goggle alert.
0: BYU Baseball 100% will sweep the series against San Diego. I like it. The Cougars will sweep this series. They will get to 10-8, and and they will be right back in the race for one of those top four spots in the West Coast Conference and a postseason tournament bid. I like the way you're thinking right now. 100%. BYU Baseball sweeps San Diego. Let's go, man. Let's go.
2: (laughs)
1: Next. Spencer wants to
2: play right now, I think. Last one, what's the chance? Jerem Jordan went to see Infinity War last night, dressed as the human torch. <laughs> How do you dress as the human torch? I don't know. He would find a way. I
1: hear it's dangerous.
0: <laughs> a lot of orange body paint <laughs> uh... <laughs> That image is amazing. <laughs> Tell me we're doing something with this on social media. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's 100%. Let's get the Photoshop staff on this.
1: <laughs> now, you've not seen the movie yet, correct? I haven't okay, seen Jeremy it. I know, saw it. I saw it last night. Um, yeah, the best part of the movie for me had nothing to do with the movie. It's right when it started. You know, some of those movies, sometimes people will, like, clap when the yeah! credits are, like, so that happened. The Marvel logo goes up and there's some people going, yeah, woo! and like down in the early, down in the lower seat. Someone yells nerds. <laughs> 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 it just set the, t- <laughs> the rest of the night. Well, well played by was, that guy. It was awesome. Well played. Right, coming up, Cougar <laughs> in the final four and another within reach of the top of the leaderboard. The whip is coming up next.
0: Where are the Steelers, Bills and Eagles drafting in the second through fourth rounds? We'll tell you those numbers coming up next as well and more responses to your question of the day.
2: What's the Chance is brought to you by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need
0: it most. Shout out to Baltimore Ravens defensive lineman Bronson Cafusi, who joined us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline today and if you missed any of the show, Jason, you know what to do. Absolutely. You can always download the podcast. It's on iTunes or Google
1: Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Around. Cougars in the NFL. ESPN has former Cougar Fred Warner listed as the second best available inside linebacker in the NFL draft. Now the draft continues tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time with rounds two and three. Rounds four through seven will begin
0: Saturday I morning. Want, I want to add something to this conversation. The Steelers draft 60th, 79th, and 92nd in rounds two and three. The Bills at number 96 in the third round, 121 in the fourth. The Eagles at 52 in the second don't have a third round pick. 125 and 130. Watch those picks. We think one of those three teams are going to draft Fred Warner. Basketball. According to CBS Sports College Basketball Insider, John Rothstein, or BYU Insider, He says the Cougars will play UNLV in Las Vegas on December 15th as part of a doubleheader that also includes LSU and St. Mary's. Baseball. The Bat-Cats defeat San Diego 9-1 last night
1: in game one of that three-game series. The Cougars will face the Toreros tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time, game number two on BYU Radio.
0: Softball. Plays a doubleheader hosting St. Mary's tonight, WCC play, first game, 7 Eastern, second game, roughly 9 p.m. Eastern, both live on BYU TV. Golf. Number 41, BYU Women's Golf compete
1: at the 2018 Austin D1 NCAA Regional as the 11th seed
0: at the University of Texas Golf Club, May 7th through the 9th. Track and field. Robison invite continues today at BYU for 8th ranked BYU track and field. Cougars
2: in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays and Tony Finau. <laughs> the,
1: fourth of the Zura Classic of New Orleans after shooting 10 under in round one.
0: Cougars overseas. Did anybody hear that? <laughs> Brandon Davies had nine points, three boards, and a Zalgiris win over Olympiakos, 101.91. The win takes Davies and Zalgiris to the final four of the Euro League. Cougars in the
1: minors. Taylor Cole earned the win for the AAA Salt Lake Bees. Cole pitched two innings, giving up three hits and an earned run as the Bees beat the El Paso Chihuahuas.
0: Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I want to give it to Jordan Wood if that's okay. Uh, Eight innings, one earned run, six Ks. Quality, quality start for BYU baseball. And had to dodge bananas. Thursday night (laughs) ace. During post-game interviews. BYU Sports Nation assemble for Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Who's your all-time BYU football number one draft pick? Jared Smith from Facebook says, Steve Young is certainly high profile. There have been more successes in the trenches for BYU and the NFL over time, though. It's just not glamorous to pick John Tate, though, over Jim McMahon.
1: John Tate, Kansas City Chiefs. Lottery pick. Great player. Absolutely.
0: At Olson 49 on Twitter. Everyone will say Steve Young because they should. So I'm going with Lee Johnson. Had a very long, successful career in the NFL. 18 years. Devin Ryan on Facebook says, Kyle Van Noy. He's been doing the best of any cougar that I've ever seen. All right, KVN tweet. The elite voice of the day from Matt Twiggy or Stone on Twitter. BYU only has one player in the NFL Hall of Fame. Steve Young. So I think he would go number one. Yes. Close behind would be McMahon. And Christensen. Nice. Ziggy has had a great start but needs to see how he finishes. Conversation continuing 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For Jason, I'm Spencer. Shout out to the Christensen family. See you on Monday.